Oh, I recognize that face. You're in trouble, aren't you? Well, I'll take you out to the Outer Rim, but I don't think it's going to do you much good. Why? Well, there's a new bounty hunting group. You haven't heard? There's a two-faced Twi'lek and a pugilist droid. If I were you, I'd do my best to avoid the Salonian captain and the gandroid tech. Better watch your back or you're gonna get wrecked. The riding on the sky on fire. Heading to the edge of the empire. Your number's up and now you gotta pay. Running from the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, the continued investigation of the Veiled Sorority sent Barrowin, Billy, Cav, and Vistrano into the Blackwind Crater. There, the crew fastened climbing gear to the hovering sky on fire and descended one by one. Only Billy arrived safely. Cav was attacked on the way by creatures in the treetops and then crashed to the ground. Concerned, Vistrano and Barrowin followed too quickly. The crew had arrived, together, alive, but hurt. Sending Vrebo and the ship away to wait, and bundling Cav onto a makeshift stretcher, they headed deeper into the jungle. But what other unexpected dangers lurk in the shadows? Find out on this week's episode, Must Go Faster. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Our current adventure is Mask of the Pirate Queen, and this is Act 1, Episode 8. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Uh, hi, everybody. I, I, I'm K1. I'm normally the translator for a Gandroid tech named Cav, but um, Cav isn't moving so much right now. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm who you get right now. I'll, I'm going to do my best, Captain. I'm Barrowin. I'm the captain of the uh, Sky on Fire. And um, we have a job to do. We're going to focus on the task at hand. Um, Leslie and Billy, who is currently functioning as a little bit of a stretcher bearer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Deep breath. It's so morose. <laughs> ah, this is very unfortunate. It's, it's so morose, but Britt has the giggles. And I'm Vestrano, and this is fine. We just need to move somewhere, and and then Carve will... We just need to move somewhere else, and I'll try again, and everything will be fine. To learn more about our characters, we get one hero to ask another a question. Today, it is Barrowin's turn to ask. Vestrano? Yes, Captain? What, uh, what do you do in your free time? I mean, I know you doctor when you're on the clock, but uh, I don't know if I've noticed what you do uh, every other time. Well, you know, I haven't had that much free time lately, but I'm I'm honestly kind of hoping to, with, with your permission, of course, uh, you know, if we can eke out a little bit of space, I'd really like to get started on maybe doing a bit of, of gardening. Uh, I think that would be very soothing. And um, I... You know, I like to, to journal. I like to dialogue uh, these adventures that we've been having. That's fine. And, and you know, I like to try to keep myself, uh, you know, fit and active. So I do some, you know, exercises in my cabin. <laughs> and, you know, just, you know, generally, you know, thinking deep thoughts about, you know, the future of medicine in the galaxy. And why is everyone looking at me like that? <laughs> I have a lot of interests. I would not say that I had changed my expression, Doctor. That's very diplomatic, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) We come back to the Hydean heroes as they're trudging through the wet undergrowth of of this crater on Seleucami. It is an entire carpet of green and brown with these tall trees shooting from the ground. It's truly immense up above it goes on for a hundred two hundred feet and off in the distance you can hear the screams and chatters of the thalos as they hunt 
and swing about the upper reaches of the trees. They have been following the signal from a fallen, veiled sorority comlink. And as, as our three awake heroes come to a stop in a bit of a clearing, after a good, or after several hours worth of walking and trudging, for the three of you who are conscious, I'm wanting to get a discipline or cool check for recovering strain. Also sort of figuring that, like, this is the particular point where you, you've moved from where you were. It's a bit of a clearing. There's a, a couple of roots in a fallen tree that make a bit of a secured-ish location. Since Barrowin's sort of taking the lead, could um, I do trust the captain before we make discipline checks? Sure. Okay. Uh, trust the captain is just a hard leadership um, test as an action to give uh, allies within short range extra discipline ranks equal to my ranks in the in the uh, talent, which is currently just one. But hey, it's a boost. I mean, it would be an upgrade, probably. I I didn't mean a literal boost. It helps. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wordplay. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't positive that's what you meant. Thank you, Kev. Kev, you're unconscious. Stop trusting the captain. <laughs> Go back to your near-death nap. I'm gonna... Yeah, look what trusting the captain got you. <laughs> I'm just making a snide comments in the chat since uh, I'm, I'm kind of... Everyone's gonna have such a complex. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself two setbacks. All right. Well, I didn't fail because of the setbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing the trust the captain speech and your voice keeps cracking uh so as as we have been proceeding uh through the through the forest uh Barrowin has been taking point um with the exception of i guess some of Cav's droids blaster in one paw infra binoculars in the other although usually in in just long range mode not infra mode just occasionally checking for things up ahead, and though she's kind of nominally leading, her um, directions have been a little vague, and uh, her attention has definitely wandered from uh, sort of leading the group through the forest, so it's not exactly particularly inspiring. Can I tell people what you rolled? Oh, yeah. Um, so... I ended up with two failures and an advantage. So, so what are you wanting to get off of the advantage? Uh, if uh, so, I'm thinking the uh, advantage could just be a, a boost the discipline I'm about to make. Um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And reason being that, like, though she's not currently really in a good mode for inspiring the rest of the group, or um particularly booing their mood or or anything Barrowin is definitely feeling driven to fix this problem the the cav problem um and so is willing to push herself harder if she needs to all right so in that case yeah for those who are awake a cool or discipline check all right, so is Vestrana wanting to attempt to do a bit more work on Kev? Uh, yes, I think. I think so. I think because I was at a fair bit of strain, so I think it makes sense for him to, you know, have collected himself a little bit. And then um, and we got we got to a clean a clearing and we and we stopped moving. Was that the implication? Yeah, like you've essentially stopped for a five minute catch your breath kind of thing. Maybe Baron will take the uh, water purifier and refill our canteens or something for those of us who need water <laughs> yeah i mean i assume i assume billy and barrow are both just kind of like sort of on alert for any occasions that might require us to shoot something slash punch something hard <laughs> uh yeah so vesterno will do that like head tilt crack his neck thing and then lean down over Kav. billy can you can you keep an eye out again i i want to check Kav. Billy does not take offense to the fact that you don't notice that that's what she's already doing, and she simply says, yes, doctor. The question I've got is, which are you wanting to do? Are you just wanting to, like, heal more wounds, or are you wanting to attempt 
to uh, deal with a crit. The wounds and strain are what are keeping me unconscious. I I mean, I feel like I really want to get Kav awake. I know that the crit is important, but I'd I'd really like to be able to get Kav awake. (laughs) I forget what the difficulty was for that. That was many rolls ago. Wounds would still be three. Okay. On the other hand, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be upgrading it this time. So it's just gonna be three purple. Alright. I have rolled one success and an advantage. I do have my, my two ranks in surgeon. One, two, yes. Uh so that uh, is that enough? Yes. I don't So that's remember well, how much one you plus down. the one base plus your two ranks in surgeon. So mm-hmm. that's four? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calves one wound below calf's threshold, and that's one advantage to one strain. Yeah. So then what Vistrano is going to do after sort of, you know, passing the med scanner over Cav and, you know, punching in a few more pieces of information is just going to pull out a stim pack and see if he can get Cav back up. You're going to use a stim pack? Yeah, you said that I could do that right now. Yeah, okay. no, absolutely. Absolutely can. So that brings Cav down to uh, Cav has six wounds out of their threshold of 12. However, Cav still has 15 strain out of their 15 strain. On account of Cav is now below Cav's wound threshold, Cav can make a, a discipline or cool check. Okay. Now this, this does not count as an action, correct? Correct. Okay. Okay. We have only dark side points. So I'm just, this is just a straight roll. Yeah, on the other hand, you're a gand. Uh, this is this is. There's no difficulty on this, right? No, it's a simple check. You have been resting. God, Cav is hard headed. That's four successes and an advantage. So Cav's going to jump from strained out to uh, being five, uh, five below the Cav's threshold. So uh, Cav starts to stir as you're what's so like patching up their carapace. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I did a lot of the external patching already so that we could move you. I think this was more working on a more internal, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> like, is Cav opened up for this? No, like, no, is this no, actual no, surgery no, Cav, at this point? Or is Cav it... is not open, I don't think. No, 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 no. Especially because I was trying to, like, you know, stim pack you immediately awake. I would not have had you open for that. This isn't a very hygienic place to do surgery. Uh, so Cav starts to move. Pastrano is going to put his hand just like on your chest and like gently hold you down. Do not stir, please, my friend. You need to rest. Cav clicks and buzzes a little bit and K1 sort of like whips around from where she'd been hovering over top of Billy's shoulder and will fly closer and translate... What happened? I didn't see it all, but I believe you fell very hard. Oh. Cav reaches up a three-fingered hand kind of over top of uh, their eyes, noticing the lack of sunglasses. Vostrano didn't notice the lack of sunglasses, so... Oh, I I don't know where they went. Did Barrowin make it down? The captain is filling our water bottles. Good. Speaking of which... Doop. Captain, could you please return to us? Doop. <laughs> Just like the dupe. It's a uh, com button. Uh, Barrow and we'll start to head back. I assume she, for dramatic purposes, had to go out of line of sight to find a source of water. Yeah, I'm figuring like just over, around. Yeah, just like little ways away. Over the hill or. Through the woods. Yeah, whatever. Much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I found this house. Is it made of candy? Catherine <laughs> likes some candy. I'm going to move my hand, but you have to promise not to try to get it up, all right? Okay. And then he's going to start focusing on looking at Cav's head, head wound. The back of Cav's head looks kind of swollen from where Cav impacted the ground, and Cav's like right eye. Looks like something hit it very hard. I'm not really sure what happens to a compound eye if like the area has been punched, but I'm picturing slightly collapsed um, tinfoil. It's not good. Yeah. 
Oh, yikes. Well, Brit would remove the eye, but I don't think that's... Remove the eye? <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's not a right now thing. Brit, I love how much real world experience you bring to this. I just want you to know that. You're amazing. I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> As Barrowing comes back with the canteens, when she gets uh, close enough to realize that Cav is uh, moving about however limited that may be. She's going to drop whatever's in her hands, probably the canteens, and uh, scamper over to Cav. Cav! You're you're not dead! Was that a concern? And then if somebody doesn't stop her, she's going to hug Cav. I think the doctor might. It's going to get blood everywhere. <laughs> I think it happens quicker than Vistrano can respond. I, I imagine probably the, how the scene sort of goes is Barrowin probably starts to hug Cav. Cav starts, uh, you know, making noises, and K1's translating as ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and Vistrano pulls Barrowin away. <laughs> I'm sorry. For for the everything? For the everything. It's okay, Barrowin. The scan is sorry. The scan ruined Barrowin's plan. That's not what happened. <laughs> It wasn't a good plan. Everyone else made it. That's, um... I think that Vistrano kind of doesn't move his head, but moves his eyes to Billy to see if Billy will meet his eyes. That's 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 on them. They they can tell them, tell, tell Cap what happened. Um, it's, uh, it's my job to make sure that the crew is fine. It's my fault that this happened. Not yours. It's okay, Barrowin. Doctor? There was a monkey! Uh, yes, Captain? What, what's your, um... Cav is up. I, I do not want Cav to move for some time. And, uh, I do need to do a bit more work, I think. There's a rather concerning... And then Vistrano stops, looks at Cav. Um, I, I just want to, to take a little bit more time here. Cav tilts Cav's head. Oh, oh, please don't move your head. It's just a precaution, Cav. That's all. Is, is Cav gonna need a cybernetic replacement something? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm wanting to do... Give us a light is, set point. That is one way of putting it. Out of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> that is not... Yeah, no. Um, so what I'm wanting to do is get a vigilance check off of all y'all. For initiative or diff versus difficulty? Uh, in this case, it is going to be a vigilance against one red, one purple. Okay, here's a question. So the K K four, five, and six were spread out, just kind of canvas the area. Some could that count as assisting Cav? Uh, sure. Billy has been on high alert the whole time. Does that count as a boost? Yes. Yay. Hey, this last even dice thing didn't work out well for me, okay? Everyone's having a rough day. Everybody's having a rough day. <laughs> Failure, five advantages. Can I recover some strain off of those advantages? Uh, yes. I think I ought to do that too, because I am very strained. There we go. Oh, good. I was getting worried. <laughs> uh, um, Billy got two success and four threat. So it's at this particular point where you notice the ground shaking and trembling, and the four of you are not entirely quite certain, but it look it kind of feels like the ground is raising. And then tree trunk that had fallen over and was leaning against a few of the roots then falls down into the marsh with a big splash, and Billy is upset and like. Um, kind of like a car physically? yeah physically as in falling over and so yeah you you fall over or Billy falls over and then you notice off pretty much in the direction that you've been traveling a very large uh, fan tail show up and it's at this point could I get a easy, so one purple, either knowledge lore or knowledge 
uh, outer rim check off of Vastrana. Sure thing. Am I taking like four strain or setbacks or something? Uh, well, two is knocking you down. Two is giving you strain. Okay. All right. It is the same no matter what it is for that. One success and three advantage. Okay. So you remember from when you were growing up tales of some of the Pantorans' early colonies. And one was of a very large uh, crustacean called a Nuno, which in the Pantoran language just sort of translates as a stone. And this giant lobster-like creature that is to hear the tales told it sounded like it was bigger than the sky on fire the one that apparently you're on its back of and now the i'm sorry what and now the dirt and sort of debris that had been piled up as it had rested in the uh, muck and mud are now slushing off and everyone's Sliding down onto, uh, into the mud around. Can Cav move yet? I I, I feel like Vistrano would have just done that thing where he kind of like puts himself over Cav to try to stabilize Cav from the from moving too much. You do the blanket attack. <laughs> yeah, basically. Barrowin draws her gun. How much of it can we see already? It does kind of look like you were on its back it's a big silhouette three just about where it goes to silhouette four and yeah this is kind of huge even the like where the fan tail of its tail was that itself is probably a silhouette one thing maybe two and up towards its front there are two antenna that sort of come up and start whipping around Starna's just gonna kind of look up well, I didn't think I'd ever see one of those in my lifetime. We are in trouble, everyone. I'm really starting to hate this planet. Can Cav move now? Um, I suppose you're going to have to. Vistrano will, will, will let go of holding you down. Are we going to enter structured time? <laughs> Not exactly, no. Uh, well, it all depends on how you're wanting to handle this. Because if you want to, yes, you can enter into structured time and then try and do things to it. On the other hand, it is a silhouette three crustacean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm good. I'm good. Mastrano, uh, I don't suppose it's intelligent. Do I know that? <laughs> um, they have not been rumored to be intelligent, no. I can't possibly imagine that they are. Usually big things aren't. That seems unkind. Okay, there goes plan A. I, I mean, things that are that big. I... Oh. Cav is working on standing. Is it still standing up too? Yeah, it's seeming to take a bit of time. Like, at this point, uh, you can see most of the body. The head is starting to move a little bit. And the large claws are sort of pulling themselves up. And you can hear this loud sucking sound as they pull up out of the muck. One thing that's been a bit weird is that all of a sudden the water seems to have gone down a lot in this portion of the uh, marsh. Are we anywhere near a tree we could uh, attach ourselves to and hope that it walks away from us? Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Yeah, like is it, does it? obvious has it obviously noticed us not at the moment no it just looks like it's currently waking up it probably isn't attempting to get what's going on around it uh yet okay captain i believe we should find a way to take more solid cover than perhaps where we are now perhaps a tree fair enough everybody get to the trees okay Billy, Billy is is as gently as possible. Actually, has Cav stood up yet? I think Cav sort of stood up, and as Cav's getting on their feet, they start like kind of like like wobbling there. If Cav hasn't fully stood up, Billy's actually just going to start dragging the stretcher. Oh, because it might be faster. 
Yeah, you know, Vistrano will will grab the other side of the stretcher and help you. Cav, please remain recumbent. Hoop. All the droids probably don't have to make the hooping noise. <laughs> yes, Captain, I do not think this is a talk our way out of this situation or a fight our way out of this situation. I think Billy is correct. I think Yep, I'm fight. on board with that. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the many things she learned from Verin. Sometimes you just hide. So you're wanting to like hide behind or hide up in a tree, right? Depending on how high we are uh, behind or inside. Like like in the bows of. I wasn't sure how far off the ground ground we'd gotten. Uh, currently, you're not that far off the ground. You're maybe actually, in fact, you'd sort of been after the uh, Nuno had sort of sloofed off you because you'd almost literally been on its back. Now you're in the muck and mud around it. So yeah, if you're wanting to get into the roots around or under the tree or whatnot yeah that's a possibility all right so i'm we're hustling that way i guess all right then <laughs> what i want to do is get a either survival or stealth check off of you off of all of us or off of group yeah if of, off of a combined because i'm sort of figuring that it's like the four of you uh as this monster like it's a silhouette three being that's bigger than a rancor, so get monster, uh, is rising up, looking around, and you're running in behind cover and trying to see. So, yeah, it's going to be like a group check. Okay, who has the best? I contribute nothing to stealth. Yeah, my stealth would only be two green, but my survival is three green. I don't see a means in which Cav is assisting. Only hindering. So... I've got three greens in stealth. <laughs> okay, I would I would argue for um, a boost either in stealth or survival because we are covered in mud, so we kind of blend in right now. Yeah, I'll go with that. Are we going to have another shower montage when this adventure is over? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're covered in blood. Barrowin's fur is kind of matted with her own blood, which, you know, she hasn't let Vistrana do anything about, but it's not, it's fine. Just rub some dirt in it. It'll be fine. I mean, it's not severe. She's just got some non-lethal cuts and abrasions. And they're probably infected because we've been in the woods. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Billy's... This is how Billy's I get a cybernetic tail. She's fine. Is my tail gets gangrenous and we have to cut it off. This is certainly Berwin's best plan ever. <laughs> yeah. If you all get cybernetic things, I can't fix you. Does anybody have actual ranks in survival? Because if no. it's not stealth or survival, okay. This is, this is not our forte. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. No, this is bad. Um, <laughs> all right then. Okay. So I guess I'll roll stealth, and people will help me? Question mark. Uh, none of us have a have a rank in it though. I mean, you can assist without having ranks. You just don't add much. Yeah, it would be like three boos. Well, two boos because Kev's not really in a position. Um, okay, so what's the difficulty on the stealth? The difficulty, as I make sure I'm in the right thing, is going to be really sort of a com an opposed thing of your s stealth survival against uh, its perception, which would, when flipped, turn into two red and a purple. Alrighty. Can we say that we were moving away from where we saw the eye stalks, so it's not looking at us yet? So we get another boost? Mm, that's <laughs> been a rough night. I'm, I'm, I'm eking. All right, I'll go with it. So how many boosts do I get? That would be the third. I'll take it. Here we go. Three greens, three blues, red, red, purple. <laughs> D1C3, you are the biggest jerk. <laughs> yep. Yep, this checks out. What do you get, Brandon? Uh, well, I rolled five advantages, and that's probably it. I don't think we need to look at anything else in those results. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't see anything else. Uh, and a despair. All right, so you do have five advantages. I do. Because you failed, you aren't able to uh, really be hiding or successfully hiding. 
but what do you want to do with the five advantages? Uh, I want it to pay attention to me and not the rest of the group. I was going to do the same thing for Billy. What are those things called that you... They're not sparklers. They're the things... Flares. Flares. Flares, yeah. So, actually, that was kind of close to what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm Jeff Goldblooming this. Yeah, that's pretty much... Huh, yeah. Oh, that's so perfect. Considering how I've been thinking of this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's Berylin. Berylin pulls out from their survival gear a... About what I can figure is a, like a roadside flare. Lights it off and goes full gold bloom as trying to get... Like, this is in the same general... Well, maybe... No, it's in the same general size category is like a t-rex maybe a, no it's definitely bigger maybe but, more surface yeah. area <laughs> yeah like it spins around and then just sort of roars and gets like zeros in on a barrowin flailing around the way i want to utilize the despair is going to seem mildly weird but yeah whatever i'm also going to be flipping a gm point and it's at that point where you're not entirely certain where or how, but a large sort of boxy land speeder crashes through the foliage, and there sitting in the driver's seat is Graf, the uh, guy that you had left, I guess, this morning? Oh my gosh, this day is just insane. Oh, the, the guy with the missing leg? Yeah. Landspear comes crashing through the underbrush, pulls out... Well, it's using a despair. So, like, as it spins around, uh, it the this Landspeeder kind of... Like a hover truck, almost. Uh... Or a hover van, almost. Uh, comes spinning around, doing a really bad like uh e-stop turn and sprays pretty much everyone with uh swamp water so like yeah doing that again side of the van opens up and he's looking back over Rob get in all right well what are people not on a stretcher doing <laughs> billy will nod from vistrano to the van <laughs> to go first so that as soon as Vistrano is in the van, Billy is sliding the stretcher in behind him. Uh, and then we're going to see what Barrowin does before Billy makes her decision. Uh, uh, Vistrano will, I figure you know, grab doctoring you'd want to be then do that. where the head is, where the Definitely. safety is. We'll see what, well, what Cab does depends on what stupid thing Barrowin does. S- stupid? Well, and and yeah, you might also have to restrain like Kev, strong enough given our our penchant for making so. poor life choices. Uh, I know we're not strictly in structured time, but what I would like to do is um, take the field commander action. Okay. To make sure that everybody gets in the speeder. That totally makes sense. Uh, so even though I see that we we do have an escape, you know, uh, Barrowin is still going to. Continue to try to distract the thing, uh, and now that she knows where the escape is, draw it, draw its attention away, um, and make sure that everybody is in the speeder before she also goes for the speeder. Field commander is the one where you give us extra maneuvers or something, right? Correct. So you know, if we were in, if we were tracking this like turn to turn, it would functionally be relevant potentially. Yeah. So in that case, it would be. Everyone, the way I'm kind of wanting to do this is, uh, I still kind of would like to get the role. It is an average leadership. No need to flip a point here. One success and one advantage. That means that um, two allies may suffer a strain to take a free maneuver immediately. And it is a free maneuver. It does not count towards your maneuver like per round limit. Uh, so, while Barrowin is continuing to wave the flare about, she, um, you know, basically shouts, Billy, Vistrano, get in the speeder, take Cav. But Barrowin. 
I'm going to keep this thing distracted. Well, with this, it would be sort of guaranteeing that you're in and sort of however you're wanting to be situated. Especially because we're in like mud of some depth, like I could think of mechanical reasons it would take you a bunch of maneuvers to get over a short distance. So just heading that off at the pass. (laughs) Yeah, like that pretty much is this. So then Billy Vestrano and Cav are all in the uh, hover van. Billy's doing that thing where you stand in the door and kind of like have one arm in and you're kind of standing half in, half out, waving for Barrowin to get in. The engine's revving, uh, but the Cav clutch is engaged. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm just trying to like support Cav's head to make sure it doesn't jostle too much. Cav is starting to pull the crate's breath from Cav's back. Very shaky hands. No, Cav is lying on Cav's back. Vestrano, Vestrano does not let you do that because Vestrano's uh, arm is like around your shoulders. So like the back of your head is like in the crook of his elbow. But Barrowin! Out of character, Christine. You know if you fire that thing, you're going to hit me. Barrowin's going to be running back to the speeder. You're going to blow a hole in her chest and she's going to die in the mud. That is how we've been rolling. <laughs> and then Cav would have to be like, it was going to get her and this was this is like saving her from being eaten alive. I didn't say Cav's going to fire it immediately. Cav is just preparing to assist Cav's friend. <laughs> Once everybody is in the speeder, Barrowin is going to lob the flare in the opposite direction and start making her way to the speeder as quickly as she can. Cough, Barrowin has a plan. You've got to trust the captain. Barrowin's plans aren't great. Cav needs to save Barrowin from herself. Cav <laughs> <laughs> is like, Barrowin failed that role. I am not mechanically obligated to trust the captain this session. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Just because I think that this would be mildly on the funny side, can I get you to do a uh, range, range light? light? Yep. And can I get an average? Average range light. Chuck. Two successes. How's that? Nice. Now that I'm rolling things I'm good at, I mean, I actually, I guess I have as many ranks in this as I do in athletics. So it's now turned. It's like as it's been turning, it sort of scuttles around. Its tail comes around and smacks into uh, the side of a eh, moderately tall tree, like not one of the canopy ones, but a smaller one. And the tail on it still sort of spread out, slices through the trunk, and it starts teetering. It does appear to be a bit distracted, buying a bit of time for Barrowin to like leap and jump and get in. Yeah, I hope Graf parked the speeder like about ten feet <laughs> off of a cliff. And roll another despair as you miss entirely. So that yes, I have to like no. leap through the air and just slow motion as Yeah, as as Billy and Barrowin like it looks like it looks like Barrowin's gonna come up short, but then ah, uh, Billy gets her by the hand. Well, we could kind of do almost all of that, except for it looks like uh, Barrowin is gonna face plant in the mud, and then arm meets and gets hauled in. Future Christine as add add a chasm in post. <laughs> yeah, and make this part slow motion. Everybody <laughs> needs to talk slower now. And then it, the uh, repulsors and engines on the hover van kick in. And even before Barrowin's fully in, maybe has, like, just has uh, grabbed onto Billy's arm, really. And as Billy and Barrowin are hauling Barrowin into the uh, van, the engine engages and off Graf goes. I'm really sick of this planet. Is Barrowin okay? I'm fine. That was very quick thinking. Seemed like the thing to do. Objects in mirror are closer than they appear. Yeah, technically worse for you. Better for the T-Rex motif. Um, what? I... <laughs> Well, okay. The so... flying crustacean. <laughs> no! 
No, it's rage not a- quit. D one. <laughs> That's it. We're gonna go back to the old baseball. They didn't like giving us triumphs. <laughs> Graf's just like I'm a leaf on the wind. No. For our listeners, what I was doing or what I rolled was a vigilance check to see as to whether the uh, beings that the new yeah the Nudo had sent it on were still around and if it could track them even if it was being like in a hover van well it went from scenting to seeing this thing sprint off which well they kind of recognize and are now giving chase as it is we're now in a chase (laughs) are we rolling initiative if it's a chase kind of yeah, it's kind of a, you do things, it does things, you do things, it does things. At least that's how I'm kind of wanting to handle it. And the first question I've got is, is anyone wanting to steal, uh, like, do the uh, shifting pilot or driver in the van? Because while it does look like Graf is able to drive in a straight line, it doesn't look like he's uh, dodging out of the way of how every, like, all the different uh, trees. Gav's a great pilot! I don't think it can be Vistrano. Berwin is going to pay attention to how well Graf is flying to kind of try to assess whether or not he needs replacing. So, in that case, we are going to essentially go through the first piloting check of this. Yeah, I mean, that that makes sense, because Berwin's not a great planetary pilot, and she doesn't want to make Cav do it. I'm still betting that Kev is at least technically as good as Graf. I mean, Kev has ranks, as I recall. Baron doesn't think have Kev gra- is better. Yeah, I know, I know. I just forget what Kev's agility is. Mechanically, Kev is the person that would be best at doing this. Yeah, but if Kev tries to do anything, isn't Kev going to strain themselves out? It's only actions. Oh, technically, technically moving in this system is uh, maneuvers. I got news for you. Unless Vistrano's spending his time just keeping Cav pen, Cav's going to try to do something to assist. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want to take away your agency. I want you to be able to do stuff. He succeeded. (laughs) He's as good as Barrowin. Barrowin will just just be switching his rolling. So, Gref looks in the rearview mirror, sees a thing, and just goes, Oh, Gref! Cranky! And jams the throttle lever forward. You know, everyone, when they're overcompensating in a car, just sort of, sort of swerving with the wheel, like when they're just completely, that's what Graf's doing. It looks like for the longest time that he's driving straight towards this tree that has almost, like, think on, like, giant tree scale, but, like, one of its root clusters comes up in sort of a almost wall-like fashion sort of as it would be a ramp and he somehow is able to thread onto that for a brief second and then before he hits the trunk is able to slide off to the side and is sputtering down the left-hand side and there's as much of a rooster tail as this uh, repulsor van is able to give can't this thing go any faster uh, I'm giving this all that I can. Uh, is there like a rear viewport or anything? Can we can we in the back of the thing see where the crustacean is? Yeah, you. It's a pretty much a standard like it's a standard van. It's got like the not even a moving van. This is more like the uh, small, fairly standard van. Like the split door on the back, the rolling door on the side. Like, one step up from a minivan, like a true van type thing? Sure. Billy will turn to Barrowin and say, Barrowin, do you have any grenades? Uh, only the spray foam grenades. Not sure it'll slow this thing down. It doesn't actually deploy that much foam. Perhaps we could distract it. And she kind of gestures to her, her, her eyes, like, just waves her hand over her face. We can give it a shot. Oh, do we actually need to roll initiative? Uh, no, I'm gonna... Before we start making I'm essentially using a variant of popcorn. It's everyone gets a go, then it goes, and then everyone gets a go, and it goes. And at least 
unless bad driving happens, it's not really catching up. It's kind of, this is pretty T-Rexy. Or Indiana Jones running away from the boulder kind of thing. Are we gaining any ground, though, right now? Or is it just kind of staying at the same distance? It's kind of staying at the same distance. Graf is, like, he's able to, like, keep it from catching up, but he's not really good enough to get away from it. Cav, do you think you can make this thing go any faster? Cav can try. Uh, tell me where. Tell me where the where I need to walk me through it. Uh, ben, Cav is uh, probably against Vistrano's fussing, is going to sit up and take a look at the land speeder. Is this like the standard sort of like Luke Skywalker model with like the engines are on the back? No, this is... Okay, let me just take a quick moment here to see if it comes out to what I think it is. So we're in an RV. The funny thing is, guys, this is what I was picturing. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, this. Look how close it is, though. <laughs> yeah, that's more or less yeah, what I was thinking. It's like a friggin' transit van. Yeah, that's pretty that's much what crazy. I was thinking. So, so is the engine in, like, the front under a hood? Like a standard car? Yeah, I'm pretty much figuring that. Okay. Does Cav know of a of an easy way to access the engine like without crawling on the hood of this thing? Like, because that would also obscure Graf's vision. Like, could we like bust open like part of the passenger like flooring unit and like access it, or is there some sort of bypass? Stick out the dashboard. Dashboards aren't important. Is there there's some basically means Cav thinks they can jury rig it? Yeah, you can sort of get into the uh, passenger uh, footwell. Barrowin Kath can do it. Barrowin will like give Vistrano a look, but not say anything. Kind of a your call, Doc. Vistrano will just nod, just just one just one head bob of a nod. Cav will get on Cav's sort of hands and knees and sort of crawl up to the front, uh, and start trying to open up that panel and tinkering. What all are you attempting to do with this? Marilyn wants this thing to go faster. I'm trying to see if I have a good means to do that. I don't know. I don't know if there's a limiter or something or if uh, we've actually determined before. Cav is very uh, as a as an invested interest in repulsor lifts and it's been pretty good at tinkering with them in the past. So maybe I can sort of like overcharge it or something. Give us a bit more speed for a while, but it will probably burn the coil out. I like the idea of removing a limiter. That sounds promising. It depends what it is. If this is more like a golf cart or something, or if there's actually something that stops it from um, going too fast. Base, I'm figuring, is going to be a hard check, but you're trying to do this while it's in operation. So that, honestly, is sort of two magnitudes a bit harder. So it's going to be a purple and two red in a setback because you're having to squeeze around and under and not through the direction you're supposed to. Okay. Uh, when I'm poking my head down there, how much room is in the engine? Is there is it like pretty full of parts here, or is there a little bit of maneuvering room? Uh, there's not a huge amount of maneuvering room. There might be enough to get like one of the droids in, but that would be pushing it. Uh, that's what I was thinking to see if maybe uh, could I get assistance from K1 if we're going to sort of tag team if I can't reach something, kind of have her do yeah, it. Yeah, I could kind of go with that. Sure. Awesome. Because I have improved Speaks Binary, that's two boosts now. Nice. And uh, what's her destiny pull at? Uh, one light. Okay, I'm going to save that then. All right, Cav is four yellow, two blue versus a r- two red, a purple, and a setback. Because I still don't have a means to remove them. Three successes and one advantage. Hooray! Cav's a leaf on the wind. Uh, what I'm going to do with the advantage is Cav takes a strain and I'm going to remove a strain. Since I took an action and I have that critical at the brink. Yeah. So I'm just basically canceling that out for this turn. Fair. All right. So three successes. What I'm thinking of doing with that is, or what I'm thinking of offering, you guys, y'all get to tell me whether that's good or not, is upping this thing's maneuvering by one or it's handling by one. We're, because we're in the jungle. That can be extremely useful. Yeah, I can, I can live with that. Because, yeah. The handling for this beastie uh, wasn't taken into account for the first roll. Cav has done what Cav can. That was Cav gone. Berwin 
No, you had just said something. You actually hadn't done anything. Yeah, I did a lot of directing, though, so I'm fair if that's my turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we've got Billy and we've got Vostrano. Uh, Billy, if Billy asked about the grenades, um, Berwin could have indicated that they were in her backpack, which is... You don't want Billy to throw a grenade. Well, I'm just, you know, in case that was still what you would want I'm to do. a little torn on my... Uh usefulness in this particular scenario do you have ranged light you can always stem applications on them no i do not because you do have an ion stunner right now that's right you did hand me that thing yeah don't worry i'm giving you lots of terrible options yeah that kind of as a terrible option um okay just remember giant monster running at you um here's a question is everything wet can we try to electrocute it Give me a reason why that would work, or how. Uh, we have a stun thing that could... With what? But it has energy inside it, it of it. It is an ion weapon. I don't technically think that's electricity. However, Billy... True. However, Billy, we do know you do. You have shock gloves. Yeah. You're also a machine. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to suggest okay, using. Okay. By the way, Billy wasn't making that suggestion. Unless he was asking about the feasibility of breaking a gun and throwing it in the puddle. This is what happens when I have a cunning one character. I just um, actually no. I, Billy would ask if there was. How close is it though? Would my shot gloves work? See, that's the other thing. Is that at the moment I figure that it's about at medium range. That it wouldn't be too bad to shoot at, but it isn't close enough to like do damage or attempt to do damage with its uh claws or antennae or anything but if you're channeling the electricity we're go we're moving along pretty fast could billy like trail a hand in the water deliver a shock i don't know if it would do much but i just i'm sorry i'm thinking real world physics and i'm thinking that wouldn't be enough i know i know i'm just you know that i was thinking the gun because you break it throw it and hope that it it hits closer all right, Vistrano, you do something and then give me more time to think. Yeah, I was going to say I can buy you some time because I figured out what I was going to do. Okay, so um, Vistrano, you know, let go of needing to fuss over uh, Kav and then just is kind of sitting there not knowing what to do. So then he turns and he he notices Berwin and he notices that Berwin is bleeding. Uh, so he will just... Uh, hold up a stim pack and kind of like gesture for permission to administer. <laughs> You're no hero. Just stab him. Helpfully. Mm-hmm. Bar Baron would shake her head if asked for permission. Shake your head no. Yes. Then Vastrano will will pocket the stim pack. What? Vastrano is on thin ice with Baron right now, so Vastrano is just doing everything that Baron says without question for the past three episodes. Man, Cav's gonna have to slap some sentinel to, well, not Billy, and to the other two when this is over. I know, right? All right, then. Then that was that was what I did. I whipped out a stimpack and then I put it back away. You know what? I'll shoot myself with it. I'm sorry, Barrowin's just in, like, put everybody else before herself mode right now. And I'm still below <sighs> half my threshold, so, like, mechanically, I'm not in ridiculously bad shape. Totally fine. It's a valid, a valid choice. All right. So then that brings us to Billy. Then we'll do graph and see if the thing gets up close enough to use its antennae. Do its antennae shoot lasers? <laughs> its antennae are long enough that it gets to use its antennae at short range. Can I flip a light side point for something? Probably the last player action of the game. Or the last player action of the session, so... Possibly the game. Depending on how badly it goes. Um, I would like to flip a light side point that there is um, a place to take the van that the crab cannot get. Like, there's... You know those... Those spires that you were talking about, there's a, um, it's basically a cave, but it's of rock. It's sturdier than the trees, so the, the crab might, you know, actually be thwarted by it. Uh, obviously, that will come with other complications, such as we might get the speeder stuck. There might be something in the cave. There could be issues. 
Not to mention how how long we might have yeah. to stay in that cave before the crab loses interest. Yeah, the crab just lives there for the rest of its life, and we just have to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you guys think that's a bad idea, I'll do what no, I was going to do. No, I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just stating why it's not a an I win button, especially then Graf has to get us there. I have no doubt that it's not an I win button. We don't believe in I win buttons in this game. <laughs> and D1C3 totally doesn't. I am just... Okay, yes, absolutely. That will work. Light side, there's a cave. It's probably spooky and full of force ghosts that will eat us, but I would still like to do a thing after there is a cave. Who's the party's secret Jedi? Brandon, we're not going to bring that back up. We don't have a Wookiee girl here to impose all that force power on. Don't we? Can I do my thing now? Sure. So basically what it is, is um, Billy manages... She see, she's she's still hanging out the door and she's like off off to that side, you know, past that funky looking dead oak. There's a there's a cave shoot for that. And then she grabs a couple of the uh, flares and rolls out of the van. Billy. <laughs> and Billy. Once landed, if I am allowed, I would like to make um Basically a a shuffle check, but instead of with my cards using the uh, the flares, because I want to do like magic style tricks, not like straight up performance, but like here it is, there it isn't kind of stuff. To be fair, Sabak cards, depending on which canon we're in, are electronic and glow. I think that still is a canonical thing that exists, but you don't have to have electronic cards. Yeah, like, just sort of like you don't have to have electronic uh, digitic tables. Yeah, because, because because I think there are canonical sources for both real cards to buck and also electronic cards to buck. For the role, I just can't really come up with anything that isn't uh, going against this thing's discipline to be distracted. Okay. How bad is it? This thing is fairly single-minded. And as such, it would be going up against three red and a yellow. Or uh, three red and a purple. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly go to the point of saying it's disciplined. It's very much a single-minded, and distracting it is pretty hard. Okay. So Billy kind of dodge rolls out of the the van and steps up immediately. um, Just... Should I do the cards or should I do the flares? Either or. The, like, both work. I understand what you're doing with the flares. That It makes it bigger and showier. I, I, say, I think I'm going to go with the flares because they will also have scent because they'll be chemical. Yeah. Yep. That makes more sense. So Billy does a really cool tuck roll. And um, they're the kind of flares where you jam the bottom to turn them on. And so she's got three <laughs> in her hand. She just jams them all on her hip and ignites them immediately. And then just goes into one of like, she used to have to keep people entertained between hands, like when they're waiting for people to come, get drinks, whatever. So she just goes straight into one of her traditional routines kind of things. All right. So we've established that uh, Billy uses skullduggery for that, if I remember correctly. Correct. All right. Uh, Because you're using the uh, flares... And for the light and for the uh, scent off of them, I'll give you a... Uh, actually, I'm going to give you an upgrade off of those. Because the two of them together, plus Barrowin having used the flare before to distract Yeah, it already them. associates the, the flare with, our, with us. Yeah. Yeah. And this is moving a bit more controlled. So yeah, I'll totally go with an upgrade. So I'm going up against... It's three red and a purple? Correct. Do you guys want me to take that last point if I'm allowed? Yes. Do it. Go ahead. Um, with the upgrade from the smelliness and the upgrade from the point, it's now four yellow versus three red and a purple. I'm going to do it. I haven't done it in a long time, but I'm not actually going to look at what I'm rolling. Future Christine here just stating what our die rolls were since we forgot in the moment uh leslie gets the result all dice have canceled out 
and then a roll Ben is about to make generated three failures and a threat. The Atlas, Leah, you can go ahead and look. <sighs> I, I think it's going to break you, but it's okay. I can't. I heard Brit's noise. It's not that bad. It's not, not that bad. Three despair. Go ahead and look. You're going to laugh because you always laugh. <laughs> See? You always laugh. Oh my god. D1C3 hates this crew. And I've used all of the light side points, so there's nothing we can do. Uh, in that case, Billy's just going to stand in the way, doing a little flip, 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 flip. All right. So as that, <laughs> sorry. Well, okay. So what I'm Good gonna friend. do is, and Graf is trying to get into this cave that is there, and oh no. So our cliffhanger is, I have to assume, <laughs> the uh, the speeder truck slamming into the side of a mountain and Billy getting eaten by a crab. Is that this way? If it p- picks me up in its mouth, I can shock it. <laughs> um, okay. So the way I'm envisioning the cliffhanger for this, entirely the way I envisioned it also a while ago as I was playing this. Um, okay. So the cliffhanger is this, the cave is there, but, the way that Graf is sort of half side slipping the uh, speeder truck, uh, he isn't lined up and the cave would be just big enough. Like you'd be scraping the walls if he was lined up perfectly. He was not. So it's not that he pulls a solo and it comes to a grinding halt. It's much more that it's off kilter and the vehicle itself slams up against uh, hitting the front engine and the driver's side door and the engine, because it went through a big shock is now off and pretty much needs to be reset before it'll be going again. The loud noise and then the lights flashing and twirling and whatnot in front of the uh, Nuno has distracted it enough that it now doesn't really know what's going on because all of a sudden there was this loud bang and uh, flash in front of it and then this other flash and it's now confused but it's barreling in and is now at short range to Billy and that is where we are going to leave Barrowin, is there any way the crew can take the outdoors in and cash it in for a bounty. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at the Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. Cav lives! And you can find Cav and Christine on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K. Uh, you can find me, Brandon, on Twitter at Blue of the Kin. You can find me, at least. Uh, not so sure about Billy in the near future. R.I.P. Billy. At Leslet GS. R.I.P. Cav, R.I.P. Billy. And I'm apparently so stressed out about this, I forgot it was my turn. And I'm Britt, and you can find me at Atomic Firebird. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at thehydeanway.com. And if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us on patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can donate a calf to us at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. All right, obligation real quick. Okay, so obligation roll. We are recording it as a 28, which gets us barrowing duty bound. Yeah, kind of saw that coming. <laughs>
Deep thoughts about, you know, the future of medicine in the galaxy and why is everyone looking at me like that? <laughs> I have a lot of interests. I would not say that I had changed my expression, Doctor. That's very diplomatic, Billy. <laughs> yep. And then there's a meta giggle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No. The secret is this scene was immediately before we jumped out of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of picturing this is what's happening as we're walking through yeah. the jungle. We all, to- we all had a good laugh of Astrano's expense, and then Cav died. Cav <laughs> <laughs> oh. had no, no idea of Astrano exercise. have a giant pin. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> no, no, no. Cav is impressed. Well, Cav means Cav is. Cav, you're unconscious. Stop flirting. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found our ultimate nemesis, the outdoors. We're <laughs> <laughs> just very urban creatures. <laughs> Apparently, I really wanted to tweet that, but then I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil any of this disaster for fans. <laughs> if you think about our characters it really does kind of make sense yeah i'm supposed to live in a tunnel you're built to live in a casino uh calves was what born to live in a mist-filled planet calves a precious cinnamon roll i guess and <laughs> not this again <laughs> and pantorans live in like cities cold cold cities <laughs> So when when one of our characters dies, we're gonna make the survival expert, right? Yeah, if one of a like, like it's just it's the person we meet in the woods and decide is trustworthy immediately. So somebody's gonna roll a ranger. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh man, we can one of us can be the monkey king. <laughs> Who has the sunglasses? <laughs> if I die here, I'm being a Trandoshan. You know that one's fair.